Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a great day. It's a day of excitement and joy. It's a day of peace and progress. God has brought you on into today, the 21st day of April 2021. A day filled with blessings for us all. Let's lift up our voices to heaven this morning as we give him thanks. Let's appreciate and celebrate his grace and faithfulness upon our lives. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you for bringing us into today. To you be all the praise and all the glory. Jesus, you are wonderful and we are grateful. We commit our lives to your good hand again today. Lord, please see us through. Help us to do, Lord, to be better persons. Lord, send your word away this moment. Holy Spirit, please interpret the word of the Father into our hearts and teach us what we know not. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My brothers and sisters, I welcome you to this beautiful and bright day that God has made and has loaded this day for your good and my good. It's a day of joy and favor for us all. Watch it. Blessings will trail your path today and you shall be heavily decorated in the name of Jesus Christ. We continue our exhortation line for the week. Why must we continue to pray for church growth? That's what we'll be looking at since Monday. Why must we continue to pray for church growth? Because church is a growing entity and it has an enemy, which is the Satan himself. And so we must pray against the devil because it is prayers or it is in prayers we are empowered against the wicked forces of the wicked devil. We generate powers on the prayer altar to bring down the forces of the wicked. And the Bible says, as we do that, the gates of hell shall not prevail. Don't also forget, church growth is a warfare. So we must spiritually prevail against the forces of the devil. We must work against the desires of the wicked to prevail. And that's why we must engage spiritual warfare to overcome the wicked. The Bible speaking to us that we should not give place to the devil. Ephesians 4.27 You give him place when you don't take your own place in prayers. So, But when we stand up in prayers, then watch it, the devil cannot do anything. It follows therefore that whatever cannot stop the church from praying, that is you and I, cannot also stop the church from growing. It means if we stop praying, the church will stop growing. That's why we must continue to pray for church growth. Because as we pray, we travel to prevail. And the Bible says, for as soon as Zion travelled, she brought forth her children. We must continually bring forth our children. We will give ourselves continually to pray unto the mystery of the world, was what the apostle said. And truly, the church grew. Our church will grow in the name of Jesus. All the congregation of God's elect people will grow in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And so this morning, there are forces needed for this church growth. And one of the greatest forces is the one we'll be considering this morning. And his name is the Holy Spirit. That is, the Holy Spirit is the Lord of the harvest. And he will only manifest himself to us through our prayers. That is, we can only engage the Holy Spirit on the prayer altar. We call him in the prayer altar, he answers. Amen. The Holy Spirit is the Lord of the harvest. He is the one that brings multitude to Jesus, multitude to church. Amen. 
Jesus speaking to us in Matthew 9, 37 to 38. He said, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. So the Holy Spirit sent forth laborers into his harvest. And once he does that, there's plenty harvest. Hallelujah. Because God will give us the Holy Spirit as we ask him to help us. In Luke eleven thirteen, if you then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Hallelujah. So we ask of the help of the Holy Spirit and we receive that help. So we must ask the Holy Ghost to help us on our harvest field, to help us in pleasing him, to help us living the life that he wants us to live. Importantly, to help us to win souls continuously on a daily basis. And so once he helps us, we'll be, we'll begin to win souls. We will just continue to win souls. Amen. That's why we must pray the Holy Spirit to continue to blow his whistle for continuous ingathering of multitudes into this church for their salvation. How do we mean? When the Holy Spirit directs men and women to the church, nothing can hinder them. He blows the Spirit. In Isaiah chapter 5, verse 26, the Bible says, And he will lift up and ascend to the nations from far, and he will hiss unto them from the ends of the earth. That's the Holy Ghost, hissing unto them, blowing them. And behold, they shall come with speed swiftly. When he commands them to come, nobody, he blows his whistle, and they come. The Holy Spirit is his name. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 2, verse 2 and verse 6, the Bible says, And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and filled all the house where they were sitting. That's the Holy Spirit. And when this was noise abroad, the multitude came together. You hear that? They usually gathered people together, and they were confounded because every man heard them speaking in his own language. He said to those men, when they come together, he does marvelous things. He will usually bring people together. He's an attraction. He has a pulling force. He has a gathering force. That's why he will gather multitude into our churches, and particularly this church, in Jesus' name. He will gather them. Amen. In John 16, verse 8 to 11, Jesus speaking about him, he said, And when he is come, he will reprove the word of sin, and of righteousness, and of judgment. Now, of sin because they believe not in me. That is, he will tell them that you have sinned because you believe not in Jesus. He will make them know that not believing in Jesus is sin. <laughs> Of righteousness because I go to the Father and you see me no more. How? Because Jesus has gone to the righteous Father. So he will let them know that Jesus walks in the walk the way of the Father. And so that's righteousness. So anyone that walks the way of Jesus is walking the way of righteousness. So the Holy Ghost is one who brings that to our knowing and reproves us and corrects us so that we will take proper action and proper steps. Now of judgment, because the prince of this world is judge. How? He will tell you to, he will make you understand that the prince of this world, Jesus calls him here the prince of the world. That's the devil. You know, he will tell you that the devil has no good end. The Holy Ghost is the one that shows you that. That the devil is going to hell. And you that follow him, Jesus Christ, will go to heaven. So that's judgment. Judgment is to go to hell. Judgment is to have adverse situation tormenting the person. And so it's the Holy Ghost that let them know that. The prince of this world, that the devil and those who are following him, they are already judged. Amen. So if you see anything against the devil, it's the Holy Ghost that is making you know that. That's why we need to call him to help us. Hallelujah. So that's what the Holy Ghost does. He comes and it's an attraction. When he comes, people are drawn to him. Hallelujah. So we must pray the Holy Ghost to come down as a mighty rushing wind and continue to draft multitudes into the church for their establishment in faith. He is the one that drafts multitude. We saw it several in the Acts of the Apostles. That is the Acts of the Holy Ghost through the Apostles. We saw what he did. 
Now, in Numbers 11:31, the Bible says, There went forth a wind from the Lord. You know, he came in like a wind in Acts chapter 2, verse 2. He came in. The Bible calls him a rushing mighty wind. And the same wind we saw in Numbers 11:31, a wind went forth from the Lord and brought quails from the sea and let them fall by the camp. You know, when he goes to the harvest field, he brings them in quails from the sea, the sea of men. He brings them in to the camp. He knows the direction where they will go. He brings them to our church, to the camp. And as it were, this journey, the, for multitude, there were plenty everywhere, to the right, to the left, and there were plenty everywhere. They feel it. How? Because he gathered them. He gathered them. That's what would happen in Acts chapter 2. The first day, 30,000 gave their lives to Christ. The second day, 5,000. The second day, multitude that cannot be numbered. The second day, two towns. The other day, the whole city gathered to worship. How? The Holy Ghost at work. Hallelujah. He's the one. He's the one. And so when he does it, he does it to please the Father. Praise God. In Jeremiah 3, 15 and 16, the Bible says, And I will give you pastors according to my own heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. And it shall come to pass that in order the pastor, when you be increased and multiplied, in those days, said the Lord, they shall say no more the act of the covenant of the Lord. Neither shall they come to mind. Neither shall they remember it. Neither shall they visit it. Neither shall it be done anymore. What am I saying? He's saying that when the Holy Ghost is working with our pastors, working in our lives, you will multiply. And they will give you pastors that are connected to the Holy Ghost. They will guide you in the will of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I tell you, we have them here. And the hand of God is helping us. And they will continually help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So that's why we must continue to pray for church growth. Because we have a ready help. A ready help that is there to help us through. His name is the Holy Spirit. So please, don't give up. Ask for the help of the Holy Spirit continuously as we pray for church growth. Amen. As we wrap up this morning, please don't forget that we should expect rewards for our engagement. We must expect rewards for our engagement because God is a rewarder. So expect reward. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 8, Now he that planted and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. There's a reward for you, my brother. There's a reward for you, my sister. God is going to reward you handsomely. He's going to bless you, decorate your life and destiny. And it will make you to be a household name in the name of Jesus Christ. The hand of God rests upon you today. And the favor of God will locate you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please don't forget, today, Wednesday, our midweek service. And we wait on the Lord in the fast. And we come to break our fast with the communion. So please be rest assured that this day, be part of it. And the favor of God will locate you and do you good in the name of Jesus Christ. And God will bless you. God will honor you. God will enlarge your coast. God will multiply you in the name of Jesus Christ. God will do you good. God will enlarge your coast in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we bless your name. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. So we meet this evening by 5.30 p.m. to pray and break our fast with the communion. So be part of us, and the hand of God will do you good. For now, go in peace. Be blessed of the Lord. And return later this evening with a new and blessed the, the new testimony and the blessing of the Lord upon your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's share the goodness of God and faith. Surely, God's goodness and message shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Peace. Please don't forget, coming to service this evening, come with a new soul. Come with somebody new and the hand of God will be, be upon you for good. In Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome to 2021, your year of supernatural turnaround. I receive and believe this prophetic credit. Then expect turnaround to be your new identity from henceforth. The same shall be your portion in the name of Jesus Christ. And amen and amen. You are blessed of the Lord. You have a refreshing day in Jesus' name. Amen.